0: Hello and welcome back to OKSIS OK podcast. It's Mads, and we're reporting live to you from the bed. Well, wait a minute, and Scout. Hi, sisters. I'm Scout. We are recording. I don't, yeah, well, not, separate beds, separate cities, but we're both sitting on we're both sitting on a bed, recording a podcast. Because what else do you fucking do? Are you on a Are you on the bed? Yes, I I am on. Oh, so you just said that, not knowing if I was if I was on a bed. Yeah, no, I can't. All right. Welcome to OKC's podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be one of those. This is going to be a DeLulu episode. This is going to be unhinged because I. What? What does DeLulu mean? (laughs) Just try to guess. Oh, delusional. Oh, is that is that what they say? That's what they say. That's what they're saying these days. DeLulu. Oh, my God. Who's saying DeLulu? DeLulu. I I feel like Heather McMahon is saying DeLulu. Oh, I miss Heather McMahon. She came up. She, for some reason, like, you know how on Instagram, I wish I could tell Instagram, like, I want to see this creator more. Because, like, they just decide which ones I'm supposed to see every day. And I feel like I see the same people. And I was like, wait, where is Heather McMahon? Like, she obviously hasn't been posting because I haven't seen her. She's been fully posting, but I just don't, it doesn't get served to me. Dude, I just she just came up on my feed. Same. She never comes up on my feed, which is such a bummer because we're huge Heather McMahon fans. And she hasn't come up on my feed in so long that I missed her wedding. Like I looked back and I was like, oh my God, look at her wedding dress video, whatever. And it's you know what? Instagram does this with one of my best friends too, which I can't understand why. I search her, I go look at her shit to show Instagram yeah, and they and literally like, won't show me her shit. I know. It's so weird. Like it they'll show me things I have absolutely no interest in but then for some reason when I try to to train the algorithm it's like nope sorry we're untrainable like I can't we can't train it we have no control honestly they're showing me people that I I really don't want to see but I have to follow and I'm just like mutant left and right these days because this is it's just I wait what happened to to your what happened to your month off of Instagram Oh, okay. So update on that. Let's talk about my update on month off of Instagram. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I, okay. So it's been, I don't know, almost three weeks and I think I hop on every couple days for like five minutes to look something up because sometimes I need to look up someone for work or I need to look up like a podcast host on Instagram. Um, so what I'm saying is is generally my experience like a month ago because I'm really not on Instagram that much. And I think I probably spend five minutes, probably average five minutes a day on Instagram checking in on something or looking something up but or checking like I'll just look at my DMs real quick to make sure no clients have DM'd me or something like that. But I am on the Scouts Agency Instagram posting sometimes or in, in the DMs talking to people. But um, it... Uh, I tried to post something yesterday because I was like, I feel like this is really great. I wrote something. I really was proud of it, and I was like, you know what? I know I'm off Instagram, but I actually really feel called to post this. I posted this, and then I, it, like, within an hour, all I could think about was, oh, I wonder who liked it, and is it doing well, and what does it look like on my feed. I was like, fuck no, deleted it. Like, I genuinely don't really know if I'm gonna come back to Instagram the way that I was. I think it's gonna be incredibly sparing my life is so much better without it like so much better without it yeah I was gonna say I mean I wish I could do something like that I mean with Camber it directly correlates with our business so there's just absolutely I think about this where I'm like there will literally never be a time where I could fully disconnect from Instagram which is so (laughs) scary but what I would like to shift and change and it seems like you've done this is I just want uh, there's this impulse like I just like I go to Instagram check refresh okay I'm not even scrolling I'm just looking at yeah the feed how much views did this reels get how what are the comments okay let's go to DMs oh let's go to requests okay back 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 and then go to TikTok and do the same thing and just back and forth back and forth back and forth and it's like it's not even entertainment to me like I'm not scrolling and it being entertaining it's just a waste of weird it's you're wanting um uh dopamine like there's it's a it's a slot machine and so I just need more so to do a dopamine detox situation and monitor the impulse Pushing, you know what I mean? So for me, I was never such a big scroller or actually that big of a consumer of content. I've never really had that issue where I like get sucked into the vortex and I'm just consuming content. Like, of course, I watch people's stories and scroll a little bit, but that was actually never my thing. And let me know if this lands. For me, it was honestly, I was always thinking about how I looked on Instagram like how is my feed and did I post enough this week and do I have Instagram stories up and if I'm going to a nice place can I put on a good outfit so I can take some Instagram stories and can I you know I would like end a day like if I went into the office for a Scouts Agency and we were doing something and I didn't take behind the scenes I'd, I'd drive home and be like fuck I didn't fucking film it to put it on Instagram and for me it became I had a really big revelation and Sisters, if you've been listening to Casey's podcast in the last couple of months, you know I've been going through a little bit more of a challenging time without giving you like details of what that what that is. Um, but part of what I've realized over the last couple months is that I've really overstressed and given so much energy to the way I look on Instagram, the way my brand looks, and I'm not talking about like showing up perfect or controlling and curating my image. It's just more of, I think my sister, you and I have talked about it, Mads, how we have digital lives and IRL lives. And I think that yeah. I was under the facade or under the lie that I had to be on Instagram to remain relevant and I had to grow. And I had, if I wanted to maintain a certain reputation in the podcast space or in the content creation space or in with okay sis, like I, I had to always be on Instagram. And I thought that that was going to lead to financial rewards or opportunities that were going to open up. And I had a really sobering realization that, well, yes, content creation and podcasting and being on Instagram has legitimately given me my career. It's also, I believe, like reached the pinnacle of what it's really going to do for me. And now I'm just exerting so much energy and time and thought and mental like just checking in and seeing how many people liked my post and wondering why I'm not at 10,000 Instagram followers and okay well maybe if I do these reels and I was like oh my god they've they've won like they've sucked me into a system that isn't actually like if you my input doesn't equal the output that Instagram is benefiting my life or content creation is benefiting my life and so it's but it's, it's also but it's also this strange prerequisite that every single person needs to be a content creator. And it's I mean, I just see it everywhere, especially if you're starting a company or you have a company, automatic you are a content creator. You have to show up every single second and build on Instagram whether it's like thought leader space or whatever. And it's such a disservice cuz some People, one, it might not match their energy or even being worth it, because people don't understand that being a content creator is a fucking mind fuck and so hard to do that it's not just a supplemental thing that you just have to do with your job description. It should not be that. And well, I think, yeah, so that I think that's yeah. but that's the realization that I'm having, Mads, is that I think everyone and I think we're gonna see a huge shift on social because I think that and we've we've briefly touched upon it but now i'm seeing it enter the space in a whole new realm where ceos and entrepreneurs i do believe have to have a certain level of a personal brand online but influ uh, ceos and entrepreneurs should not be content creators and it actually distract that distracts them from making moves from in their business that actually yeah. moves the business forward does does having yeah. a presence on social media help me in my business absolutely does it help me in my business to the extent of input I've put into it? No, not at all. And so I think that we think that we need to go all in as like, for those of us who run businesses that aren't, you know, around content creation, let's just say, I think that we've fallen into a trap where we believe we have to go all in to benefit the business. But I don't think that's actually benefiting our business. I think that it is distracting us from doing the movable meters that are unsexy and don't get recognition and aren't as branded and beautiful that actually create sustainable wealth and scalable businesses. And so once I started realizing this and I, I kinda had this realization, I know this sounds really crazy, but I went to Idaho for a wedding, um, to Sun Valley and our taxi cab driver, well our Uber driver, told us that twenty or sorry, eight commercial flights fly into Idaho every single um day okay Mm -hmm. 25 to 50 private jets fly in a day like it is a city that is so incredibly skewed towards billionaires it's insane so much to the point where like when you're at the hotels they ask you if you're flying commercial or private and I was like I don't know any of these people like I'm walking around with billionaires and I couldn't fucking tell you whose Instagram this person is or who they're on like all this shit and it made me realize that not not shading on content creation because some businesses really need it to survive like yours, Camber, but I think we're all getting way too caught up because at the end of the day, what are we trying to build? Are we trying to build a couple more followers or are we trying to build businesses that financially sustain and grow our lives and help other people, right? And it was just this really big shock. It's yeah. not the only path. It's just the loudest path and it's the path we see and it gets shoved down our throats time and time again. So that's why we think think immediately like, oh, fuck, if I'm not reaching X amount of followers, then I'm not going to make this much amount of money. But that's not the correlation there. It's just that's what we see constantly. Yep yeah, it's it's uh it's the loudest you put it. That is like a perfect pull that fucking quote. That is a fucking good quote, because I don't know, I've built my whole business not on social. And I think it can be a trap if not, if not used uh, in moderation and used uh, strategically towards actual, you know, goals. Amen. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah. I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutraful is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutraful.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Okay A Y S I S. let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about okay well Oi, <coughs> sorry sisters is why i, I am love like, podcasting because uh, i just get to talk to you for a week and there we go for a week yeah well, so I mean once a week <laughs> why don't we give let's just do like a little why don't we do like life update so i've been sick for the past week so sorry if i sound insane um I don't we don't know what it is it's not COVID it might have been the flu it might not have been I don't know I went to the doctor I hate going to the doctor that's a whole other story but they told me that it might have been like bronchitis I don't know so the whole week was just a wash I literally and I tried so hard to like not shame myself I feel like sometimes when I'm sick I get so shameful especially as a business owner and as someone who's an entrepreneur, I get a lot of shame because it's just like, oh, well, the business, I guess, is on pause until, you know, further notice, which is crazy. But I started to feel better on Friday, thank God, and thank God because I was going to the 818 party, which um, I invited my stepsister, Stephanie, to. She, I always invite her to all of these cool things I do because she cares a lot about them. And I like to bring people who care about them. So it was also the one that I brought to Revolve. So 818, like it was August 18th. So it was like 818. And they, I guess, do this every year. And the 818 team is like, loves Camber, which is so crazy. I don't even know. I seriously don't know why I was invited. It was so crazy. There wasn't really that many influencers. And it was just I don't know. It just made me realize like how cool it is that they love Camber so much that I was like one of maybe five influencers that were at this party. It was very fascinating. But yeah, so we went to the party. It was at Delilah and West Hollywood, which um, I, have th- I have thoughts. I have thoughts on Delilah and West Hollywood, but it's a it's a Kendall Jenner hotspot. And yeah, we went there. We drank our tequila, which was probably not a good idea for me being like sick all day. This was my first interaction with human beings. And we had a grand old time. Ken- Kendall was there. She looked hot as fuck. I was texting you. She was it was surreal to see her. Yeah, she's, she's the hottest. The hot. Uh, tell me about her in person. What was the angelic vibes? Like was was like her skin just perfect? She was radiant, she was gorgeous, Um, supermodel, like just true supermodel vibes. She was obviously tucked out away in the corner, I obvi- I did not talk to her, um, and she was also only there for like 30 minutes maybe, and she just like took some photos, Ronald from Jury Duty was there, which I was way more starstruck to see Ronald than I was to see Kendall Jenner, but it was weird, like I saw her and I'm just like, oh my god, there you are. Like it's, it's... I- it's so weird, like they're just normal human beings. It's such beings. a trip. It's such, it's a, such trip. a trip to see someone very famous like that because they're just standing there and it's just normal and it's so strange that we idolize them. But she's obviously gorgeous. But it was just, yeah, she's here and she's talking to random people and I don't know. It was it was fun for me. Famous people, obviously, I'm not obsessed with all famous people, but what really intrigues me about specifically famous people, it's not necessarily like the fame aspect of it, because there's a lot of people who are just famous, but it's the, I don't know why, but I am so obsessed with the Kardashians because their lives seem so radically different from mine and their lives Mm. are so specifically unique that not that many people have similar life experiences to them down from like the way they grocery shop to the way their lives are organized to the way they travel. Just everything is such a team effort on so many behalves and it just fascinates me because I want to know what that's like and it's it, I'm like that with everyone who leads a very specific I know I would out to of the ordinary like life day like for instance there was and maybe some people will know who this is booth by Bryant he's like a tiktok TikTok photographer. I don't know how to describe it. But then he has this photo booth that is film photos that comes out. And he's very, you know, it's like if you get a booth by Bryant, it's like a big deal. So um, what was I talking about? Oh, right. So she was taking a photo with one of my influence, my, one of my friends, gay man with a spray tan. And she had to approve the photo. And like, she was not even at the party anymore. I don't even know how she approved the photo. But then someone, like, gave him the photo booth strip and was like, okay, she approved it. Like, you can post it. And it was great. Like, it's so true, though. Yeah, she has to, like, approve every single photo that goes out of her. Like, it's so curated and it's so meticulous. I'm just so fascinated by people who live that way or who have lives that require just a completely different way of uh, logistical living on a day-to-day basis it just fascinates me and it's exciting to me and I don't know why it's just so exciting to me to think about I I don't know why I don't know why I'm so fascinated by it but I feel like you would hate being famous you would not enjoy it I don't I'm really coming I honestly in the last three months have gone through an insane death rebirth cycle where I feel as if I'm a completely different person. I don't know what the fuck I went through, but it was really insane. And I am starting to realize that I am actually and why I think I've had such an issue at times, and I think Mads, you can attest to this privately is like I'm actually a I actually want to be a very private person. and I and I don't really want to be that public. and I, I actually don't necessarily know how much. Quote unquote, like eyeballs I want on me for certain things or outside recognition or anything. But what I do want is the life that a lot of famous people have, which is the options and the choices and the freedom and the luxury and the ability to have incredible experiences. But it goes back to the billionaires that you had no idea who they were. So it's like that we see celebrity, we see, we think people who are really rich are just celebrities because again those are the loudest ones those are the people we see but you're there is it is very possible to be very wealthy and be anonymous and be behind and so I just again it's like we just don't see it so it's not top of mind it's the same way I think about being a projector and being a successful person you know I got so annoyed that being a projector means that I like rest all the time and that I'm I thought it was like laziness Whereas, no, you could be successful and also be a projector and rest and whatever the case is, you know? Yeah, I think I really shed kind of the, I think a lot of my need for being on Instagram or even growing OK Says Podcast. I think it's come from an ego place that actually wasn't aligned if I really, really got serious with what my goals are. especially, I think once having Lily... my actual goals came to the forefront and who I actually am came to the forefront, which is such a blessing. I definitely think that, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going through, I'm still going through a crazy like reorganization of who I, who I am and who I want to be. But it's, I feel like I'm getting so, so close to the true authentic version of myself and what really isn't aligned for me and what isn't. And it's cool to see because it's not things that I, as you said the loudest path that's been pushed down in our throats. Okay, let me wrap up this update. So, then Colton Underwood was there with his <laughs> gay boyfriend. Um, which was like, whoa, I've not seen that man in quite a minute. Um, and then Gabby, who was the bachelorette, uh she was with her new girlfriend. She's lesbian now, so a lot of yeah, a lot of gay people, lesbian people. It was great. It was a great time, and uh, yeah. So that was. Can that. I give you an Sorry. update on my, my weekend. Yeah, wait. I just wanted to quickly. Yeah, you do you you, and then let's do little eras, eras recap quick. Sorry, my brain. My brain feels like it's glitching. Like it's like hmm. like processing and glitching at the same time. How many times have you gotten on this podcast and been like, my brain's not working today? <laughs> every fucking time like the sisters are the sisters are used to it so I had an interesting weekend because Natalia our other stepsister we have like a lot of step siblings um (laughs) Natalia our other stepsister took Lily to Palm Springs for the week and so I had a whole week without a baby which was crazy and it really really gave me the space I needed to kind of just like recalibrate and make some plans um and then Can I got a little you see me sick. manspreading spreading right now? Can you see me man spreading? Yeah, you're, you're like vagina front. <laughs> it's like Lunia. It's like Lunia vagina vibes. <laughs> I'm wearing Lunia pajamas and I'm spread eagle. <laughs> I didn't realize you could see me. Yeah, I have a UTI right now. Okay, And I, I don't I'm know trying what's to, going on. My yeah. body's breaking. <laughs> I'm trying to give an update on my life. Oh, sorry, sorry, um, sorry. Keep going. So anyways, I got a little sick Thursday. So I nipped it in the bud, slept a bunch, did all the things, whatever. So anyways, Friday, Adam and I go to Palm Springs. Lily is sick. She's never like she got COVID, but like COVID was no big deal for Lily. This was she was crying and crying and crying and not sleeping. I've never seen her like this. I wanted to cry because she was in so much pain. So we got there and I hadn't seen her for days and I was so happy to see her, but she was not happy. Like she was just not herself. And then Friday night... She kept me up like from eleven forty five to one thirty. She just Wait, screamed. there's an earthquake. This is I'm in an earthquake right now. Are you fucking kidding me? No, it's probably. Wait, a hurricane. I'm literally in an earthquake. Wait, no, I'm it's... in an earthquake right now. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm was... not kidding. I just got an Amber Alert that we're in an earthquake. Well, do you feel it? And I the, yes, the whole room just shook. Holy shit! Really, At babe? Los Angeles has an earthquake right now. Wait, I'm literally in the earthquake. Are you safe? It's literally still it's still shaking. I'm in the it's earthquake. It's still shaking. Well, let me turn the camera around. I want to see. Well, no, you can't see it. Well, there's nothing shaking. <gasps> okay, on I your think wall. it's done. I think it's done. Wait. Wait there's a live earthquake. Wait, no, we're shaking. We're, oh, Maddie's shaking. In Los Angeles, there's an earthquake. We're shaking. I literally okay. just saw like everything move. Okay, I think we're done. Wow, a live earthquake. Okay, Welcome so is to it, Okay, so maybe it'll come to San Diego too. Maybe it will no. be delayed, and we'll also have it here. I just got the amber alert. It was like earthquake, huh? Yeah, babe. Adam is upset that he wasn't as animated for the. No, these mics couldn't pick you up, anyways. Don't worry. Okay, back to my story. <laughs> this well, is we have a, some a, good ass, ass in, mics. This is <laughs> there's a woman outside. Woman, what are you doing? <laughs> There's a woman. There's torrential downpour. There's a hurricane. And there's a woman outside in a short sleeve shirt. What are you doing? There was an earthquake. Oh, my God. We're falling apart here okay so lily kept me up screaming right she's screaming 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 it was so bad i felt so bad i cried it was so terrible moving on she's better now but we were supposed to be in palm Springs for weird whole because every weekend. Video, every video and photo you guys sent me she was laughing having the time <laughs> of her life like that's <laughs> n- never looked happier in her entire life she was dancing and suddenly you're like hey, shut up she has a virus oh my god You guys are really gatekeeping, like, all of this information. I mean, I'm not going to start filming her when she's screaming. I'm holding her. Moving on. She, okay, so we were supposed to all be in Palm Springs for, like, a long time this weekend. And then the Hurricane Hillary hit. And so Adam and I left yesterday. So we were only in Palm Springs for 24 hours because Hurricane Hillary came. And we're in San Diego. It's Sunday evening. We're still waiting for Hurricane Hillary. It's just a little bit of a light, damp, you know, like drizzle on our end oh it's it was drizzling this morning now it is torrential downpour and there's a fucking woman outside walking like and there's an an earthquake er and there's an earthquake (laughs) so um needless to say my weekend wasn't great oh okay (laughs) (laughs) so that was the update Okay. Well, like, I mean, right. I drove all the way to Palm Springs. Lily was yeah, that's annoying. so sick. Oh, I'm going to come drove next home. week. I'm going to come next weekend um, to San Diego to see Lily. You absolutely need to see Lily. She waves. She literally waves. I can't believe. I haven't seen her in months. Like, it's so bad. Yeah, it's really bad. If you I don't come, it's not great because you're really missing some crucial stages over here. Okay. All right. So let me just do a quick era's. You know what, like, I will never get Taylor Swift fatigue, but I have a feeling that, like, some people might get it, like you. So, um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna just give a recap of what, of what went down, okay? So, I went to Taylor Swift, the Taylor Swift era's concert, on the last day of the U.S. tour. Except, now she will be in Miami next year, and I'm gonna go to the Miami concert, because I for sure need to see her again. So... I went with my best friend, Brett. It was very fun. We got our outfits last minute and we went there. If you haven't seen the, did you watch the compilation of me screaming? Listen, once you've seen five seconds of that, you've seen the whole thing. (laughs) So I watched five seconds. I said, what's, what's the Taylor Swift line? I think I've seen this movie and I don't like the ending. I was like, I've seen this movie before. Exile. Good job. Obviously the only song I like. Oh, my God. Yeah. Exile. She did that as a surprise song, but she didn't bring Boni Iver. It was really sad. Anyways, so we we get there. And um, remember the whole saga when I told you, like, I'm now best friends with the SoFi Stadium social media team. So, you know, I, I DM them. And I'm like, hey, guys, like, would love to see you while I'm here. And so they came to meet me at my seats, which were behind the stage. Behind. I didn't I t- couldn't see the stage at all and our our, <laughs> I can't breathe. our intern Alyssa um she also like, had not obstructed- an intern she's like not sorry an, we just I know ca- we, I keep saying we that call I'm the sorry people interns because four years ago we did hire a traditional intern she actually like I know. Alyssa, she's like our employee she's like our manager she's like our social media manager <laughs> Okay, yeah. Okay, so um, I talked to our Alyssa, our social media manager, and she also had obstructed view tickets when she saw Taylor in Chicago, and she told me that it was not bad, okay? And I believed her, and I still do believe her. Alyssa, you were not completely wrong, but you can't see anything. You can't see anything. You're watching the TV. You're just watching it on the fucking TV, okay? She walks out on the catwalk, and you see her butt, and look, it's a nice butt, but you can't you don't see she's not facing you she's facing the front and so you know all Looks that was like left Beyonce to do at Coachella Oh yeah couldn't see couldn't see a thing Look it, 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 of course, I didn't. I don't regret it. Like I, it was amazing to be in the presence and like in the space and screaming and whatever. But the the only thing that was left to do is just have a concert for yourself, which it means that me and Brett just were screaming, jumping, peeing our pants, and like I think I do have a bladder issue. I think I have some bladder control issues because every time we started jumping up and down, both of us would just, and I'm not talking like a little trickle, a full pee as in like going to the bathroom in the toilet I peed myself like fully my whole pants were wet maybe that's why you have a UTI there was a puddle on the floor of SoFi Stadium and then oh my god Oh, wait. So sorry. Back up. So Haim was on and no one was giving a shit about Haim. It was so disrespectful. And so we were there. But then the SoFi Stadium social media team came to meet me. And I really thought they were going to upgrade us. But they they apparently don't really have much power. So, you know, I met them. They were very lovely. And and, then we still were we, we were still behind the stage. Anyways, so. Um, there was nothing left to do except just like scream and jump and watch the jumbotron because that's all we could see, and um, but it was the best time ever. I mean, I, I need her like therapist's number, her physical therapist, her trainer, her like emotional spiritual guide. Like, I don't understand how this woman was doing this show for three and a half hours. Me and Brett were broken. We went to the bathroom like four times. We couldn't stand by the end of it. Our lower backs were hurting. We got UTIs. We were we were drenched in our pee. We, like, just, we were completely broken. And we're looking at this woman who is still on stage. And we're like, how are you a functioning human being? Yeah, and she's doing it over so and over and over again for weeks and weeks on end. It was the most insane thing I've ever... I needed a whole week off of work. Like, I needed no one to contact me for three to four business days. This woman is out there again the next day doing the same thing. Like, it's out of control. I loved her T-shirts, her Rolling Stones (laughs) T-shirts. Her which T-shirts? Her Rolling Stones T-shirts. Oh, the one I... Oh, so that was, like, I bought it from, like, a secondhand person. That was, like, not her actual merch. Oh, yeah, I I wore that because I was like, this is Scout's sign. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it cute? It's Anyways, cute. I can give it to you. I don't really care about it. Anyways, yes, and can then, I have it? Thank you. Sh- sure. And then, um, I was gonna say, and then, so I was there on the last night, which is when she released nineteen eighty nine, and we knew it the whole time because every single outfit she came out in was um a new blue outfit, and since I've seen the whole fucking show on tiktok already i already knew all the outfits and so i knew that they were all new and it was very very exciting times um but yeah i will be i need to go back and see it the stage part mm. <laughs> of the show because mm-hmm. i really did not see anything and it was so kind of annoying you so. were in the parking lot i was basically in the parking lot like <laughs> i there was that's why when i posted any stories or videos on my the on my it stories was you It was just me because I'm like, you guys don't want to see what I'm seeing. Like, you can't see anything. (laughs) You're just seeing her butt. You didn't uh, specify that in your manifestation practice. You've just said, I'm going to the (laughs) heiress. I want to be there. You didn't say, I (laughs) I need to see the stage. I know. Anyway, so that's that's been me. And then also, I just want to quickly, are you watching The Summer I Turn Pretty? No. Do you know what that is? Uh, Yes. It's something you talk about a lot yeah you should watch that you would really enjoy it see we've been over this mads the it's it's more and more difficult for me to watch television because of lily so when she goes to bed i only like that's when i can watch television but adam and i share the tv at that time so i don't necessarily like it yeah i don't think so No, he won't anyways i just want to quickly say I, I won't ruin it for you if you ever do watch it, but the season finale was the other day. And um I am team I want to just make it like public service announcement. I am Team Conrad forever and always. I honestly belly is pissing me the fuck off. And whoever does the soundtrack for that show deserves a raise. They played your favorite song, Exile, at the most gut wrenching moment. I was bawling last night. Bawling. Okay, well maybe I'll give it a try. Well, because "Exile" is like a breakup song. It's so devastating. You no, know, that song. The lyrics are so good, and you know, Boney Bear wrote that. You know, he did. I mean, it's just no. I think they both wrote it together. Taylor yeah, but is a songstress. The Boney Bear is what makes it magique. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I gotta. That's I gotta, gotta run. Date. That's good. I got to run because it's Sunday. <laughs> Lily just woke up from her nap. We got to finish putting together her playpen. And, oh, my Because she moves Wait, around now. She has now. a playpen. Yeah, she's but, got a playpen. But she, doesn't, she doesn't crawl. She, she doesn't crawl yet, but she scooches backwards, and she rolls over, and she picks herself up. She, like, tries to stand up, so... She doesn't stay in one spot. She's like moving around, so we have to, we have to create Whoa. like a playpen and put all her stuff in there, um, so that she can move around and I don't have to like keep an eye on her. So crazily, got it. I'm yeah. so scared for. Oh my god! I was at this thing yesterday, and there was a little baby. And since Lily, like, I am very very cognizant of babies these days and I am like obsessed with them and there was this baby and she was I mean a toddler she was so beautiful and amazing and I just like I looked at her and I was like oh my god I'm so excited for Lily to be that way but also not because once Lily walks like yeah we're gonna have to keep an eye on her so much more uh wait update Lily got the high-end modeling agent I know I was gonna say, you need to update the sisters. Yeah, so, Wait, so what does she that entail? Did when is she um, get, me and Ben were discussing this. Are there actually dolce and gabbana campaigns for babies? No, it was a like no, but there was a Matthew McConaughey's Dolce and Gabbana campaign was I'll send you the photo. He's sitting with he's standing with like two kids. And so those two kids were pulled from this modeling agency. Okay, what other, what other brands do they represent? Because
1: they and don't also represent
0: brands. They represent oh. models. Did no. you not look at the website I sent you? No. Okay, well, look at the website and then come to me. But let me just tell you, sisters, I only wanted this modeling agency. She got four. Four, four modeling agencies picked her up and they like, sent me contracts. Um, oh my but God. I know Wait, it's so currency. when does it start? Like when, when does she get her first gig? So I, well, if you would let me get off the podcast, I have to, this is part of my to-do list today. I got to read through the contracts. I have to set her up with a work permit. I have to open up a bank account for her. I have to upload photos and all of her information. Wow, her college, her college is going to be paid for. This is great. Yeah. And so the reason I wanted this modeling agency is because... They have a very specific brand point of view. So they're a much more, they call themselves editorial and more avant-garde photography. And so the other agencies are amazing, but they're, they're much more like, okay, we have like a a commercial for these diapers coming up. And because I work, I can't necessarily just be driving her to every sort of type of job. So I really wanted this one because it's more high end and the owner, uh, is known for, you know, curating the opportunities for her models. So, you know, if Zara calls me, yeah, I'm going to go to fucking Zara, right? If Dolce & Gabbana calls, yeah, I'm going to go to fucking Dolce & Gabbana. If Bloomingdale's calls, I'm going to drive her up there. So I just felt like it was a good, it fit my lifestyle and how, and like how I can, you know, how much I can actually get her up to LA. Um, So I'm really excited because they're, they're very, you know, it's not just like you know uh, get this job and this job and this job and this job it's so much more curated towards a more high level type of you know set oh my god i'm so excited also you just yeah you're like the editorial queen you i know and my you want photographs of baby okay when when she got accepted i just it's very hard to get accepted to this one apparently because i read all the like blog posts um because i did a bunch of research and oh um, someone, a mom, like a mom blogger whose kids are models, listed the top modeling agencies in Southern California. And they're like, if this modeling agency picks up your kid, get ready for a very exciting career. Oh, my God. Wow. We're starting LK young. Listen, there is something. And... I'm getting a little... It's getting to my head a little bit, but it's honestly just the feedback I'm receiving from others. <laughs> there is something fucking magnetic about my child. Like, I take her to the grocery store, and five people stop me to tell me it's the most beautiful baby they've ever seen. She I just don't know what's happening. She has some magical powers. She has some sort of magical powers, and I'm, I'm getting, like, a little worried for your second child and also for my child, because there's just absolutely no way that we can top LK, and it's getting, like, a little worrisome. Like, I'm, I'm going to get really, like my there's just no way that my baby is gonna be as pretty as lk so it just kind of sucks i know adam and i are like should we quit while we're ahead like is lk (laughs) an only child literally like she's sorry well you know sorry that i got pregnant first i don't know what to tell you yeah okay Mm. well i gotta go all right okay i love you so delightful what a fun sisterly catch up sisters we love you so much um Hope this felt like you were chatting with your your sister, real or imaginary. Um, Unhinged, okay, sis, podcast episode. You gotta, they got, yeah. they gotta come through sometime. Yeah, they gotta come through. Love you, sisters. Bye.